You're listening to Back Into the Fire, old school wrestling fans shooting on the best wrestling organization in the world, the National Wrestling Alliance. Hey folks, welcome to our podcast, Back Into the Fire, where we'll be reviewing episode 17 of NWA's Power, titled Pride versus Thunder. So we're definitely right out of the shoot, getting a um, hint of the main event, where we have Alice and Kay's Pride against Thunder Rosa's uh, Thunder, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I guess that's a good way to, to put it there. I didn't even think about that. I think the majority of the thunder with this episode had to be, had to deal with uh, the change to the theme song. So we're not using Into the Fire by Dokken anymore. Uh, they've changed it to I'm Broken by Pantera. What'd you think of that? Ah, I'm broken. I like... Uh... I like Dokken. I like the uh, the old 80s vibe. And, uh, you know, I'm not too torn up about it, but I guess Pantera is okay. I don't know. It, it's it's a little more thrashy than, than, than I like, but hey. Sure. Uh, well, you know, like, um, like most fans, uh, I too like Pantera. I like that song just fine. Uh, it's one of their, one of their great songs. I just don't know that it fits the NWA. I think that was the sentiment of quite a few fans, right. you know, um, a lot of people just, you know, outright hated it. it. It seemed like changing the theme song resulted in more comments on social media than anything they've done up to this point, maybe since the Jim Cornette controversy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was kind of strange, the, the 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 hue and cry on the theme song change. But I, I think that Into the Fire had people just love that song so much. I mean, you know, obviously we named our podcast after it, so right. we loved it too. yeah. So anyway, maybe years from now when we're on our 500th episode and people will be like, why did you name it Back Into the Fire? We'll have to go through that and explain, well, it used to be this song and now it's changed and it'll probably be 30 different other songs by then. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe they'll, you know, they'll be back around and, and using... Um I don't know. Maybe they'll be using Skrillex or something by the time we get that. Yeah, you know, it's weird because, you know, since after the show sort of took off, I wondered, yeah, maybe we should have named our podcast something else. But I almost don't mind that they've changed the theme song a little bit because now I can, you know, you're right. With, you know, hundreds of episodes yeah. later, maybe they'll be on to something completely different and, you know, they just won't know where that we got our right. name from. And anymore. it'll be a unique name of a show. Which is hard to do these days, right? I, but I have to admit, I, I, I do miss it. Um, it just something about that song just gets you so you know jacked up, and the way that intro comes in, and you have that little quiet section, and they had that footage of Atlanta mm-hmm. in the background, yeah. And, and I, I just I love that. That was so I good. Did too. Uh, the the new theme again. I like that song, but it's definitely a '90s tune. Um, it definitely reminds you a little bit of you know Attitude Era and ECW. Uh, you know, but I think the worst thing about it is, is I don't like how they've edited the intro package. Now it's mm-hmm. it feels to me like they're missing some some beats there somewhere, or it's not syncing up to the to the message of the song very well, or yeah. or something. But uh, I don't know. I know that they're producing this stuff really quickly, and you know, working in video editing myself, I know that sometimes you just have to get it done. So maybe they'll refine it. Yeah, sure. they're pretty receptive to. 
complaints, I think. And um, like, I are they? Well, I don't know. Did they? I think I feel like they fixed the 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 volume with the announcers and the the crowd noise a little bit. So huh. I feel like that's a little better. Maybe so. I I still feel like there's something off on that, but. I think it may also depend on how you watch the show too. Oh, it's maybe. Depending on what device you're watching it on, um, you know, I, I watch it on on my television, and it has terrible sound anyway. Okay. So, but I've also listened to it on you know a, a nice set of speakers upstairs. It it I don't know. It's still kind of the same result, but I don't know. Hmm. Got an idea? Why don't we uh, start off the episode this week by giving a rating for the overall episode on a scale of uh, maybe like a, a f up to an a plus uh, i'd say it was a solid b b yeah i'd give it i'd give it a, a b plus i enjoyed most elements about this one it was a longer show yeah um, it had i believe four pretty solid matches you know, it really wasn't a. There weren't any like fake fake mm-hmm. ads or anything like that. Uh, it was pretty good. I felt like good promos. Most of the promos and interviews were good. Um, I right. think we agreed on most. I I know you didn't like the um, May Valentine segment there. It was a little cheesy. I just didn't understand it. <laughs> I didn't understand. It. Yeah, I think it was yeah. definitely had a little bit of uh, I don't know millennial blog feel to it, where they were trying to be funny, but. Uh, it was a little cringy, like you said. Oh, you you kind of liked I, I it. I just so. thought it was silly. And uh, I don't know. I, I, maybe I shouldn't enjoy silly stuff because my uh, cornet learning wrestling isn't supposed to have too much silliness, but uh, I laughed sure, at sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. What did you think of the uh, fake Mama Storm? I loved it. I thought it was definitely a throwback to 80s studio interviews with the, <laughs> with the uh, you know, obvious... Man and and um and drag type type scenario where uh, the only thing I was surprised about was that she, you know Tim didn't haul off and you know smack Mama Storm. Cr- can't hit across the studio. I, mean, <laughs> I guess. I mean that that thing was that was an insane spot yeah. uh, because you know as we know from probably the very first episode of of. Power. I mean, you know, the the level of um, adoration for for Mama Storm is is insane. I mean, he always references right. his mother, and I mean, how how better to insult someone but to you know bring out somebody who looks like some Atlanta street schizo druggie? I, should, I have no idea. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. I'm I have sorry. no idea who this guy is. I guess some people might. No, I don't know if he's like a you know behind the scenes worker with with this show or what, but um, but it was funny and um, I like Camille and 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 Tom's uh, reaction to it was was funny. If you yeah. watch them, they were they supposed to have known about it or was it just completely out of the blue? I don't know. I don't know. Their reactions were great, but I, I did think it was funny when fake Mama Storm called Camille a harlot. <laughs> That's what I was laughing at too. I was like, "Wow, this this guy is not really uh, he's not, he's not shilling for any particular uh, no. person. He just calls it like he sees it." Yeah. So, uh, that that was funny, actually. Uh, but yeah, what a weird segment. Yeah. And I I think I read online that somebody identified. Fake Mama Storm is someone named Danny Deals. I have no idea who that is. I couldn't find any 
thing with a Google search on Danny Deals. But so they look kind of small to be a wrestler, but I don't know. Yeah. I guess the joke is on us. We'll find out eventually. Yeah. But uh, uh, still no update on when or where Crockett Cup will be. I'm disappointed yeah. with that. I have a feeling we'll find out this week. I've been though. doing my daily Google News search to see if any info would pop up, and I haven't seen anything. Me too. Um, and and you know, I think you called it last week. You said that uh, you know we didn't get a confirmation that Marty Skrull has even agreed to that match with Nick Aldis. Right. They did confirm that this week on the show, but I think we know that that's where it's headed. Though. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then there was the the, the weird segment where although Aldis was supposed to be calling the shots because he beat um, Flip Gordon, now he's saying. Marty Skrull can come back with a counter offer. Oh, I, so yeah, what does that know. mean? So now the, the, I don't it's know. not going to be a full ticket refund, but maybe Marty Skrull will be like, "Well, I'll I don't know, pay for you to go to Disney World." I don't know what the, <laughs> the hell it's going to be. Uh, it's weird. I guess we'll find out next week or the week after I guess. that. Or uh, all I know is that everybody wants to know where Crockett Cup will be. Right. I, I'm just I'm clamoring to find that out. I am too. You know we need we need to get our plans. In yeah, line. boy. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, Tim Storm versus Tom Latimer mm-hmm. coming next week. Uh, apparently, why why is he wrestling Tom Latimer exactly? Well, it's the ongoing. Uh, sort of semi-feud between uh, Tim Storm and members of uh, Smarter Balance, right? Smarter well, Balance. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, why not? That's good. <laughs> Smarter, Smarter Balance, balance. yeah. And, uh, it's a high, high, high whole grain whole content grain. breakfast cereal, Smarter Balance. <laughs> kind of just joking because it seems like it always takes us a few seconds to try to think of the name of... of um, what are they called? Strictly, Strictly business. business. There we R- go. Risky business. Risky business. Strictly yeah. business. <laughs> I know it starts with an S yeah. and a B, so. Yeah, that was good. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, why not? You know, I don't think he's wrestled Tom no, Lanner. He's wrestled all this. Two big bruiser guys. You know, Royce. it should be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Tom, Thom, Thom Lanner. I mean, he's kind of wrestled Camille, if you want to call it that. <sighs> yeah, he hasn't fared too well against Camille. <laughs> he has not. <laughs> uh, no, well, that that should be an exciting right. match. I'm looking forward to that. Well, let, I mean, let's talk about the matches we had this week. I I thought the Matt Cross versus Caleb Conley was one of the best matches we've seen in a long time, despite the, I think one fan called it synchronized acrobatics hmm. that was in that match. Yeah, but, well, that's what you know, it was interesting is to watch. Or synchronized acrobatics, flips and kicks, but... Yeah, I feel like if they don't give Caleb Conley a a push of some kind, they're they're doing a disservice because he's he's a solid worker. Yeah. Um, more so than than I could say for every person in you know in the NWA. So, and he you know he's been in a couple matches. He hasn't won one no. yet, but you know he has a fan base. People like him. Mm-hmm. He's he's he looks like a good worker. Uh, I guess maybe he's just a young guy. And yeah. They'll give him a shot at some point. And Matt Cross. Impressive the few times we've seen him so far. Uh, you know, he did kind of his, the same sort of sequences of moves he right. did in the hard times match that he that he had against uh, Ricky mm-hmm, Starks. But mm-hmm. uh, I still enjoyed watching him perform. You know, he's I think he's very dynamic and you know probably a guy that 
didn't get the shot that he deserved in some other places. So yeah, here he is now. Yeah. So I don't know. These Ring of Honor guys, um, it seems like as long as they can coordinate their, their shows at um, Center Stage and GPB around the same time, you'll probably see them involved in some of these um, cross-promotional things on and off in the future, I guess. Um, I think it's a win for the NWA. Yeah, to get some more and, faces uh, in the in the mix for sure. And, you know, Ring of Honor benefits, you know, as well mm-hmm. because they get people like Nick Aldis. Oh, yeah. You know, who's really well known and – uh and you know we have guys here in the NWA that are that are that are pretty well known. You know they maybe haven't been on the scene as much as some folks in a while, but you know we have Molina and and Rock and Roll Express mm-hmm. and folks like that. Uh, Eli Drake. Speaking of Eli, he was in a squash match with his um, co-champion James Storm. Uh, not much of a match, Josephus and Mims. Maybe the triumphant return of Josephus. Uh, well, I wouldn't say yeah. triumphant, but he's he was wrestling again. He's yeah, he's back. The first time we've seen him since he was uh, moonlighting as Santa Claus, I think. Uh, uh, apparently, he's been out reportedly because of uh, he was suspended or something, mm-hmm. or so the mm-hmm. storyline is. I think mainly he's been developing the character of the question. Mark. I well, we think seen so. Yeah. Much. It's it is so funny how he just seems so marginalized in this match, uh, sort of reduced to a squash yeah. match jobber status almost. When and then his I guess his alter ego, he's larger than life. Apparently, he was a pretty big heel at some point in the NWA, um, feuding with Tim Storm. I think. Um, yeah, that's right. He had some sort of like quasi cult leader type gimmick going on for a while, and. Uh, I don't know. I'm surprised that if he is, in fact, question mark, which we think he is, why even bring him out to do anything? Why does, Why shouldn't he just stay as a question mark? Why does he need to pull this dual um, I don't know. role? They need more people on the yeah, roster, Yeah, maybe that's what it is. I, uh, but uh, you're right, though. He was a, a huge deal in the territory. and uh, But gosh, seeing him in this match... He just looked like a like a complete zero. Yes, yeah. and he looked it. just put out when Mims lost and walked away sadly. And yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So you know, squash match, uh, good good victory for James Storm and Eli Drake. Uh, nothing too hard there. I tell you, the match I did not like, and that was Trevor Murdoch versus Aaron Shooter Stevens. It's a long uh, match. What a, what, a, what a miserable match. <laughs> the- Multiple demands for countouts. Eh, it's kind of, it's just kind of a boring so match. Yeah, I, I just didn't like that one. It, it never found its rhythm, and that was the point, right? I mean, he kept uh, getting Murdoch out mm. of the ring and finally burned the clock down. Why there was only a ten minute limit on a title match? Uh, I don't know. If for nothing else, Stevens looked pretty good in the match. To be honest with you, if you can keep Trevor Murdoch, you know, outside yeah. the ring for that long of a period of time, I guess you're doing something right. Um, really starting to think they need to rethink Murdoch's uh, attack strategy and maybe <laughs> keep him on the ground a little he bit just more. Looks tired. But yeah. I mean, you know, we're huge fans yeah. of Trevor Murdoch, but I, I don't know what they're doing with know. him sometimes. You know, it's uh I think he's a good worker, a good wrestler, but but he man he looks a little hung up in limbo at times. Yeah. Uh, big match of the evening was a reprise of Allison Kay versus Thunder Rosa. D- was there any surprise to you that 
that uh, Thunder Rosa retained the Not title. Not at all. I knew she was going to no. either win or, or you know be DQ'd or something. I don't. I didn't see her dropping the title immediately. Again, no. um, and of course, it, not surprisingly, they they generated more heat in this feud between um, which is, I guess, it's not a feud more than a disagreement with her and the um, Melina and uh, Marty Bell f- faction. Where they really move that storyline forward quickly because yeah. this is what the second, third show after how many shows has it been? Since the paper. Yeah, I guess it's the is it the second show? Second or third. At any rate, it hasn't been that long since Mm-mm. the pay-per-view, and already there's a disagreement with with Molina, with Thunder Rosa, apparently. So they're not wasting any time on that. Nah. Are they setting up Rosa for babyface status? I mean, could we see an alliance with Alice and Kay perhaps at some point? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Thunder Rosa seems more I, of a loner to me than than anything. But yeah, yeah. I mean, she's kind of scary, yeah. but I mean, I could see her being a face. Yeah, sure. yeah. I mean, she's very popular for a heel. So right. And then kind of reminds you like of a road warrior. Yeah, a road warrior or Steve Austin or something. Where you know they're a bit of a jerk, but people love them for that. So. I mean, as far as that match went, it was pretty much a replication of the hard times bout in many ways. Right, it was. And then, of course, we had a lot of good hits, a lot of good moves, and we end with that roll-up, which just made me scream at the television, (laughs) honestly. Yeah. I don't know. A clean win again for Rosa over Allison Kay. Um, Yeah, they're they're definitely selling Rosa right now and sort of – repositioning Allison Kay for something else. I wonder what um, Allison Kay is going to be doing next now that it appears Rosa is going to be in this feud with Melina. Uh, I don't know. They they need to find something for her, though, because she's you know such a huge part of, of the ladies' division mm-hmm. there. And um, I would hate to see her leave, but I, I think, you know, you, you look at the fan speculation on this stuff and People come up with all kinds of wild theories, oh, yeah. but I hope Alice and Kay will will continue to remain in the NWA because uh, there really aren't a lot of face females right now. I mean, they're nah. uh, you know we have uh, I guess Tasha Steeles and Ashley Vox. Yeah, it's not a lot. They brought I think from what I've seen, there's another um, female athlete that's starting probably next week's Power, maybe. Okay, good, good. Yeah, but I don't know. that. I, I did like how both of the ladies sort of stopped wrestling and told all these outside shenanigans, you know, the, all these people that were coming in on the outside of the ring to sort of, you know, get out of there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was that was good. You know, they didn't want it to, to go right. sideways. Well, we had the interview with Kingston and Pope um, where Kingston yeah, basically good. spoke from the soul about – Homicide and how he would never turn on homicide, how he, you know, right, owes homicide his life almost. Um, it's a good interview. I thought it was good, passionate, old school type interview. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And uh, it looks like we'll see uh, him maybe teaming up with the uh, bouncers from ROH. Yeah, they're an entertaining team from what I've seen of them. I tell you what, I really liked that interview because, you know, it's funny how you can 
shift course on a wrestler you know, or a storyline mm-hmm. that quickly because up until this point, I really didn't care that much about what was going on with Pope. Yeah. And, I mean, Kingston and Homicide, they, they really hadn't been part of the discussion no. that much lately. But, you know, after that interview, I'm thoroughly invested in, in Kingston and Homicide and looking forward to seeing what the bouncers do. And, yeah. you know, yeah, let's get let's get some heat going back with the Dawsons here because we've sort of forgotten about right, them too. Right, right. So. Yeah, they're a good bruising, you know, heel-type tag team and and – they definitely are entertaining, so we need we need them involved. And and uh, Kingston's entertaining, and Pope's a great interview. And I think Pope yeah. as a heel is is you know a natural. I think he he he's a much better heel than babyface. So yeah, I was sort of getting tired of his inspirational yeah you know, screeds. <laughs> like eh, what is this, you know? But stop being so positive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, anyway, so you got a busy weekend here because you're going to Ring of Honor's Free Enterprise. I am, and, uh, you know, I found the ticket at a great price. It was uh, free, of course. It's good cake. It, it, it's it is good cake. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to go check it out. Never been to a Ring of Honor event. Don't know that much about any of these guys. I've been watching Ring of Honor the last few weeks, so I've become familiar with a few right. of them. Um Definitely like the Ring of Honor um, lineup. It's definitely got sort of a a, a weird, dark vibe to it. Um, but they're entertaining, at least. And uh, yeah. and of course, the 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 big match that I'm looking forward to is the tag match with Aldis uh, teaming up with um, Roosh, I guess, uh-huh. against Skrull and the big guy. What's his name? PCO is that? Yeah. I tell you what, I don't know that much about Ring of Honor either, but I do know about Marty Skrull and 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 PCO and man, Aldous is going to have his hands full with that dude. Yeah, PCO at least. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Aldous against a guy that's as big as him because Aldous seems to tower over most people. Um, you know that he wrestles in. Uh, yeah, he's he's definitely gonna gonna have his plate full there. And uh, supposedly we're going to find out maybe Skrull's answer to all this. Um, I'll definitely be live tweeting some of this and uh, keeping, keeping everybody informed on what I find. Yeah, man. Uh, all this looks like he's going to have his hands full with PCO. This guy looks like, you know, Herman Munster on steroids <laughs> or something. I and I, I I saw that that recent match with him where he I think moonsaulted somebody through a table oh, yeah. or something. I mean it looked awful. Yeah, it looked awful. He's a heavy hitter. Yeah, yeah. The, this is this this dude looks interesting. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see these guys go at it. I don't know anything about Roosh, but no, nah, uh, he's another. I think he's a pretty big guy too, from what I know. Ring of Honor has some big, big dudes for sure. Yeah, it's uh, it'll be an g- interesting collaboration and um, a nice lead up to Crockett Cup here. I just as soon as we find out something on that, gonna see the Briscoes in action from, uh, I believe they they hail from Delaware. At least that's what they say, Sandy <laughs> okay. Fort, Delaware, or something like that. They're an interesting team to watch. Yeah, they're they are. Watch. They're they're one of the more entertaining tag teams out there. Well, it looks like a good card and you know, of course you can't argue with the price and it's right in your backyard mm, practically. An so hour away, uh, yeah. it sounds like a fun weekend. Uh, I wish I could be there with you for that one. But uh yeah, I mean, hopefully nothing impedes us from making it to uh, the Crockett Cup unless it turns out to yep. be in 
London or somewhere, which I don't expect it to be. You know, I hope it's I hope it's not on like a Wednesday night uh, or I know. something like that. You know, I mean, or a Tuesday night six oh five and some you know freaking crazy Baton Rouge like or something. I don't know. I, don't, I expect it to be somewhere between Georgia and. Virginia. Well, I think the rumor is that it, Billy Corgan announced that it will be somewhere in, in Atlanta, Atlanta. But yeah, I mean, who knows? Who knows? You know, it was a longer show this week, but uh, not that long on details and um, a couple good matches. And and I guess next week we're seeing uh, the main event will be Tim Storm and uh, Latimer. Good match. At least it looks good on paper. I'm going to stay off the spoiler sites on this one. I want to see how this one shakes down. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been pretty good about staying away from spoilers. Sometimes when you're just thumbing through Twitter or Instagram, you occasionally pick up one here or there. But um, Well, I think that about wraps it up for this one, don't you think yeah, so? Yeah, I think so. I think we've covered it all. We'll be back uh, next week and hopefully get a report there from, from Baltimore. From Absolutely. Youth. Looking forward to it, and uh, I will... Shed the knowledge on you folks when I find out what's going on. Fantastic. All right, until next week, I guess. See ya. The Back Into the Fire podcast is produced by Joe Till and me, Andy Hayworth. If you enjoyed the show, give us a nice review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Back Into the Fire or email us at backintothefirepod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.